We're here at episode number 97. We're getting so close to the 100th episode. It's so cool. Uh, yeah, and we thought it would be fun to kind of turn the tables today. So David Lionheart, who has been one of our guests many times, I believe this is the fourth time he came on, we decided to turn the tables and have him interview me. And it was a lot of fun. We went into the lion's den, him being the lion heart and me, the lioness, Leona now. Uh, and so we went into the lion's den and he interviewed me. Short interview, unfortunately. He was out in Long Island doing a, some work that day and his cell phone and his computer were dying. So we had to kind of wrap it up soon. He was He made a joke about that. So yeah, definitely check that in a moment. But a couple things that are happening in Nomadland. Uh, yeah, we're over at Teachable now, so go ahead over to nomadalwaysathome.teachable.com. We have a few a few different courses right now. So if you're a beginner to yoga, we have a beginner series led by myself and Samantha and Karina, who are Nomad senior teachers who've been on in this podcast before. Actually, Samantha will be on next week uh, in our next episode. And who else? Or actually maybe two weeks from now. I can't remember how we're releasing it. And so we are doing a short beginner series practice over at Teachable. And then my six-week self-inquiry, self-paced course is over at there as well called Who Are You Becoming? So I've been offering this in Zoom land the past year and we decided to make it accessible to all whether you could have joined me and those those weekly calls or not we made it accessible to all so over there we have my movement 109 practice on the video and playlists for you to dance to and meditations and journal prompts and other self-discovery tools including uh, some words to be inspired by and other contemplations and this podcast too, we align them with each lesson. So that's over at Teachable. Again, nomadalwaysathome.teachable.com. And our last little one that I think will have been released by the time this is out is our own wellness, our mental wellness course, which is a number of our courses over from our global festival, our Nomad and Beyond Global Festival that we did back in March. We brought them all together and packaged them up nicely to help you get grounded in your mental wellness, your physical wellness, your spiritual wellness, so that you can be a more full, complete being with more joy, gratitude, confidence, and connection. So yeah, go over there and see what we've got. And we're going to be adding more classes, courses over there, more and more every week, every day. I don't know how often it's going to be, but yeah, check in, see what's happening, and we'll see you there. Now, let's go ahead and sit with David and see what questions he has for me. Good morning, everybody. I want to welcome you to our very first interview to the Lion's Den. I have with me today the wonderful Phoebe Leona, and she's going to be walking through a little bit about herself and her projects and her passions, and we're really excited to be here today interviewing you as you near your 100th episode of giving other people a voice and, uh, and doing really great things. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing really well. I just, I'm excited to do this, and I love that we're in the lion's den. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you're the first guest in the Lions, then. This is your 100th episode, but today's our first one. You got to start somewhere. You know, we're not famous like you yet. We're, we're working towards it. <laughs> That's so cool. So thank you for joining us this morning. And as I am admiring you, it looks like you're in a new space. Tell me about that. Where are you right I now? Um, so I just, I just moved into my own place here in West Virginia. Uh, I came to, um, you know, to be with my family during the pandemic in May. Uh, it just felt necessary. I was, I think I had shared with you in another interview when we did actually, I think it was when I had just arrived. Okay. Uh, yeah. During, during our time in with the pandemic and everything, it just, it felt necessary to come back here and be with, with my family. So I was actually staying with my grandmother for these past four or five months. And it felt right to, you know, get my own place because I'm an adult and as much as I love her, <laughs> we needed a little bit of our own space. And, and, you know, when I decided, okay, where am I going from here? It just, it did, it felt really necessary to stay close by. So this opportunity came up to um, move into my own space here about a mile from her and about uh, an hour from my mom. And uh, yeah, it's out in the country in Shepherdstown, West Virginia. And still a short, short enough drive to my, you know, my little home where you are in the Hudson Valley. So it's like four and a half hours. So I get up there like once a month cool. being able to connect with people. Yeah, it's been and nice. What was, uh, what, you're a person who is very receptive to energy and what was the energy like within the walls of the new space that helped you decide that you could be there and um, kind of still be yourself? Yeah, um, that's a good question. Uh, well, the way that it first of all presented itself was, uh, it, this is the space where one of my grandmother's best friends, you know, that she comes over to her house every week for lunch. And she had just mentioned that this space was opening up in her house. She has like a basement, like her, her in-law suite. And it, and I thought, hmm, that's interesting. So we just came over here, no expectations. My grandmother and I, you know, she had seen the space before and she actually kind of presented it as like, oh, you know, it's this basement apartment and low ceilings. And you're seeing me right now. There's all these windows. No, and looks like very Victorian feeling and open. Yeah, it's very open and a big one bedroom. And I just walked in and, and I have to say, I have, I'm, I, I'm do a really good job in manifesting spaces, manifesting homes. And if I hear something like, you know, a voice, I, I usually hear some sort of voice, like little nudge saying, you know, you should go and check this place out. I, I, 95% of the time it has been, you know, it has been this perfect space for the time and space that I am in. So I walked in here and it just, it felt really right. It felt, it felt really good. It felt grounding. It, I actually, on my altar, since I've been here in West Virginia, I had this little stone, a river stone from one of the trainings I, I was leading and we always choose a word. And I cut like, I guess a year or so ago, I, my word was roots. So okay. I put this little river stone that had the word roots on it on my altar. And when I walked in here, I thought, okay, that was what I was calling in was I needed some roots. And this feels like the roots that I need for this, um, this next chapter that mm -hmm. I'm entering in now. 
Okay, and roots are sometimes stationary parts, but can grow uh, in in some direction. You're a person who moves often. You are you are movement. You know, you embody it in um, how you travel and where you're physically going, but also you're constantly moving within. And uh, so I asked you to bring a pen and paper with you for the interview today. I know, I got some homework here, yeah. So uh, not, don't take a lot of time, but just kind of write down a couple things, write your name in the middle of the paper with a circle around it. Okay. And then I want you to write down a couple things that describe who you are right now that make, make you up, um, your profession, a passion project, are you helping care for a family member? Um, different things like that and uh, that make up your life, how you spend your energy right now. And that's understanding, you know, you're in a new space. So there's obviously a lot that comes with that. I'm sure rebuilding the home and uh, creating that space for yourself and, yeah. and, and even within. So I just wrote a couple of words down so far. Uh, but the one, as you were speaking, the one word that's really coming up for all of the roles that I play is creator. Because it is, I'm creating, you know, I'm always creating in professionally different programs and different ways of um, diving in deeper into my own practice, but also how to share that. I'm always creating new ways of of sharing that with the world. And, and now I am, I'm in the space of creating my own home. Um, and I'm in a space of uh, just kind of, yeah, I, I feel like I'm being called to manifest right now, just create and, and sit in that space. Um, I don't know if that was the exercise, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> creator this, this life is our exercise. No, I knew when I was thinking about asking you to do that, I knew that without even reading your list, probably half or more than half of the things on the list were places where your energy was being spent on others and give and how you give. Um, yeah. And you create a lot of energy and are able to give so much. And that's noticeable. You know, like I'm an outsider. I know you from some of our interactions and interviews and watching each other, you know, create our own art. And um, it's just something that you contagiously pass off to everybody around you, how tirelessly you work on the give. And it's a blessing that you're able to. Not a lot of people have the energy and the drive and the motivation that you do um, to push them. So without even looking at your list, I knew a lot of those items are probably um, surrounding others and how you can help them heal by unifying parts of themselves that they didn't know how to understand or how to unify. And um, so I just wanna say it is very noticeable and contagious to even somebody who doesn't know you. And I, I think I know you well, like you're my friend, but um, my goodness, yeah. uh, I, I could only imagine, you know, so, and to be back with your family, uh, I'm sure they're on that list of uh, places where your energy is gonna be spent and that's gonna be helping fulfill you. And as you have your own space, you're gonna create giving back to yourself. So I also see balance in you um, this morning, mm -hmm. uh, where in the past you and I have talked about not having that balance in our lives, um, just the energy you're giving out and um, your willingness to build and continue to rebuild uh, for yourself is, um, is showing very strong this morning. Oh, thanks. I love that. Yeah, I do, I feel, I do feel balanced I, um, in a way that I haven't felt before. And I was actually, 
I was thinking about it yesterday. I guess, yeah, yesterday I drove over to see my mom, was dealing with a car issue, and we went out for lunch. And it was just so like simple and lovely. And I remember being in the Hudson Valley and always feeling um, envious of my friends because a lot of my friends were grew, you know, born and raised and and now raising their own families in the Hudson Valley and how they had such, you know, this inter, you know, connection with their parents and their siblings and and always like you know, going to dinners and parties with, with family. And, and sometimes they would like moan and groan about it. Uh, but there was something, a part of me feeling like, wow, I wish that I had that because, you know, even my mom and my, my grandmother all live an hour away. So they get to see each other pretty regularly. And um, yeah, I, I don't necessarily, I never thought that I would live in West Virginia. This isn't where I was born or raised. Uh, so it's, it's an interesting turn of events. <laughs> it's where you're meant to be right now. Yeah. You know, exactly yeah. where you're meant to be probably. And, um, I want to touch on something you said about, um, ex having that experience with your grandmother. I think you just said yesterday or something. You said it was very simple, my but mom. Very, my mom, your yeah. mom so it was very simple, but very enjoyable. And I think a lot of people are coming to a point in their lives where simplicity was forced because things stopped moving a little bit um but also understood a little bit differently and when i did the exercise that you're doing if i let you sit here for an hour i know that that circle will have fifty thousand things coming off of it and i looked at mine and said i need to simplify this to make the experience much more enjoyable and you know you you nailed it with slowing down enough and really appreciating the things that matter most in life and um, when those things start filling our basket, it becomes plentiful to share and give to others. Yeah, I remember you sharing that. I think it might have been the first or the second. I think it was the second one. I think it was our car interview. It was the car one, <laughs> yeah. The yeah, famous and you were telling me that. And I think I might have done it. I, I think I did it right after and seeing all of the little bubbles. And uh, that was a turning point for me. I'm trying to remember... Was that just a year, like last, like a year ago, like 2019 summer? I think so. I think so sense. too, because I was going to do a talk at a, for a football team. After I left you, I drove straight there and they okay. came, they came and volunteered last year. So I think it was, yeah, it was definitely last okay. year or something like that. So I, yeah, I do remember that was a turning Great. point for me. So, so much yeah. has happened. So much has happened. I know it's so much has happened. Um, so I, I do remember when I sat that first time and finding all those bubbles of all the roles that I was playing and, and I had just given up my apartment maybe a, a month or two prior and kind of like going into the end of like, where am I going? What am I doing? Which roles do I want to take with me? Which roles do I need to let go of? And, and, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to, I'll, I'll continue this one. Cause I just did a couple when I was, when you're talking, but I'm interested to see if there are less roles and in terms of it just being more um, balanced, like you said. And you're so, finding roots. You're now you're planting roots. Yeah. I feel like, okay, I, I can let the other things shut away. And I did just naturally with the moving, with the traveling a bit. And then, like you said, with the, with the pandemic, uh, life kind of just did that to me too. 
And I have been feeling very much, I was just saying this in my teaching the other night, of feeling very blessed in, in how I've been able to surrender to what life has been giving all of us this time to simplify, like you said, to just to simplify and really listen to what is what is really necessary, what is important here. And, and by doing that, so much is being revealed right now. So much on my path. I can't speak for everybody's, but I, I can see it collectively that we're doing it. It's just really uncomfortable right now uh, because there are a lot of things, people, old paradigms and patterns that people are holding on to and clenching that old life they really want to have. So it feels really uncomfortable. But I think that you and I have been doing some of this inner work prior to it. So I think I can't speak for you, but I feel when I see you thriving too and what you're doing, um, that we've been doing this this whole time. And so we've been able to let those old, that old stuff go and shed and really step into our, our own voice and listen to what's the next thing. Okay. What's the next And with that eighth day we talked about, like that eighth day, we've been in that eighth day for a little while now. And I think everybody's in the eighth day right now. Um, and so when you really let go of the old and you listen really closely and, and just trust that the next step is going to be revealed, that's the root is, is the trust is the trust of, of knowing that there is going to be a next step being revealed. Yeah, uh, I, I feel, I feel like I'm connecting with you. Like even this, as soon as this morning, even driving down here during my ride, um, my eighth day, like you, I feel was kind of trying to find clarity and confusion. And mm -hmm. I was experiencing things through the nonprofit space um, with a lot of loss. And I was taking that really hard and letting it, manifest in me as a weight and up until this past week I had a changing conversation with one of our team members uh, and I had to come to the realization that that there was a lot of burden that came with that work and it caught up to me at the end and which is why I found art but I realized it was necessary to understand that you were your life is spent trying to find your purpose and then the rest of your life is spent giving it away and mm -hmm. finding that gift. And then the rest of your life is spent giving it away. And so I realized I had an impact on a lot of people and that goes beyond our organization. And I had to come to terms with what's it, what's it going to take to find the positive energy to do that over the long term because I have to do it and I want yeah. to do it. And I, I want to have that be a healthy exchange between the give and take and um so i sat down with gary this morning and i said man i just looked at myself in the mirror on the ride down here and thought man a lot's happened but i feel really good today you know like today's a new i feel like a new person today in a strange way and he's laughing he's like you were looking at think how handsome you are <laughs> I said, no. <laughs> I said, no man it's just different you know like i feel prepared and ready and a newfound inspiration within the give and, and my art and my life and family and um, so to enter and then to interview you on this very same morning, it's like playing basketball with Michael Jordan. It's so cool. It's like a really <laughs> great opportunity. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, I have to say, oh, oh gosh, there's so much there. Hold on. Keep going. Are you, a Bulls, are you a Bulls fan? Do you want to start with Michael Jordan? Is that where you want to start? 
No, I'm so not. I'm not even going to try to attempt. I was. I wasn't going to judge. I, 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 you know, anything's possible. No, what I, what I was just listening to you and like just hearing you, but also seeing you, um, and seeing how light, light you are when you, what this day that just brought, you know, this physical day, you have so much light. And back when we first were sitting, uh, when you were like looking at where you're supposed to be, there was, the sun was just beaming on you. And I think that's really important for, for people like us who are, who are so dynamic and have so much, like all those little bubbles, all the things that light us up. There's so much that lights us up and, and is part of our purpose. And, and I think that so many people don't even know all of the gifts that they have within them. That's the sad part is that they do have so many gifts, but they just don't even know where to turn the light on or, or how many they have, or, or sometimes they're just overwhelmed by all of that they have. And it's really important. And you have listened to it of, okay, what's lighting me up right now before it was the nonprofit. And then that was starting to dim your light, but you got it to a point where you could pass it off to somebody else or a team to pass it off. And now it's the art and that's lighting you up and you're putting your whole heart and soul into it. And this is something that I've had to come to terms with too, is I've had so many evolutions over my life of, you know, dance and then yoga. And now it's this new thing of movement and, and teaching in a different way. And it's, it's okay to let go of that, old, that other thing that lit us up. It, it's almost necessary to step forward into something else so that we don't kill it, you know? Yeah. We can still preserve it in some way and um, let it still have breath and let it trust that somebody else or a group of people will continue to breathe it. Um, it's, it's letting go of that control of what the light is. Let go to gain. Yeah. yeah. Let go a little bit to gain so much back. Um, yeah. yeah, you're right on. We always seem to end up at the same doorstep in some strange way on, on that journey. And, uh, are kind of ready to not not knock on the door, but just kick that darn thing down and get right to work, you know, and yeah. uh, taking a step back and um, moving comfortably through those transactions and those interactions are just feels really good to be in control because sometimes it might not be there, you know, it might be overwhelming and too much sometimes, but um, the more you understand control, the more you'll find yourself there. Yeah. So good job, yeah. and you're at a hundred hundred episodes. What do you envision? For the next hundred, what, what are your thoughts for the next hundred episodes? Well, technically, I think when we do, we release this one with you, it'll be like 96 or 97. So we're like building up to uh -huh. it. Um, yeah. But my envision, that's funny. I was just laying here doing a little movement before I got on with you. And I'm not sure yet. In fact, I'm also, I don't, I mean, I'll say it because who knows, like I'm not attaching to what I'm saying right now. Like I said, something lights me up will maybe be different from what I say by the time this airs, mm -hmm. but I'm envisioning that I might take a little bit of a respite. Um, you know, not too long. I think that we'll like come to our hundredth episode. Maybe I've been thinking of taking something of like a sabbatical in that just, I've been really wanting to focus on my book. Yeah, and okay. I feel like I keep pushing it. Yeah. So I want to take November and uh, I want to take November and December kind of off. 
So I'm, I'm envisioning that I might take like a little bit, a, just a tiny bit of time off and then coming back and it might actually be interwoven with the book, you know, telling, selling, sharing some of my stories and maybe even bringing people within those stories to, to the podcast. I'm not sure yet. Who is, um, who is your target audience for your book? Who is my target audience for my book? That is a good question. Um, I think it's my nomad, you know, my nomad uh, people. Yeah, they are. And my nomad people, they are self-explorers. They're always looking at new ways to see their own world within, but then also they're really open to seeing the changing world around us with that, with that being, you know, traveling around and going to different cultures or, or just seeing their own way that life is changing right now with, you know, what everything that is happening, um, you know, globally. Uh, and they are really, they're really open to seeing a new, a new way of thinking, a new way of being, I think I've been told this so many times that I, I think in a different way than most people. And I never quite understood that, <laughs> but now I'm understanding it a little bit more, the deeper that I go in and, and kind of share my perspective. And I see people go, Oh, I've never really thought about that. Uh, so, and sharing it in a way that I can share it in a way that somebody might just take it in as it, as it would be, you know, um, but then seeing, showing another side of it. Yeah. Showing these different sides of it, looking, being able to see it like almost like it's in a fishbowl and I'm, and, and I want people to be able to see that for their own life so that they don't um, just see like the facts that are in front of them. And then the hamster wheel, that is the old patterns that they're running on, but be able to actually step outside of themselves and and see their life from more of this like multi-dimensional experience if that makes sense yeah and i like that you're choosing a book um for that because you're it, to me it shows that you have something you want to say that is very important for others to hear and at the same time you can reach more people than you will be physically in front of. Obviously that is the true joy is to hear you and be in your presence and feel that energy like one-on-one, -on -one. Um, but to even spark hope in someone and get that information to them so they can pursue, um, you know, you and uh, in that space. Uh, that's wonderful. That's you. You're magnifying the work that you're doing and, and the ability to get it to where it's got to go. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you you know that there i mean i don't know if we spoke about it but i've definitely said this before you know i wish that i could carbon copy myself because i get so excited i think you're like this too like we have so many bubbles on that page and um there are so many things that light me up but i can only do so much as one person and to yeah write a book or do a podcast and reach more people than I could actually physically be in front of, or even in zoom or whatever it is now these days. Uh, so that I can reach a broader audience, but then they can come and have an intimate, more intimate experience, you know, with me, if that's, if that's what they're feeling called to. Um, um. My phone is going to die now. I've just changed devices and now my phone is going to die. You and I are more, more powerful than technology. The energy just can't even take it. So, 
if I lose you, I want to leave you with this. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for taking this interview. It's an honor to interview you. And I know that we'll be sitting in this position again sometime soon in the near future. I would love to interview you again a year down the road and let's just make it a tradition now, uh, whether you're on episode 101 or 1001. Um, I'd love to check back into you. And you are one of a kind, just like a piece of artwork when you make a print of it, it's different than being in the presence of that once piece of art that you can see and feel the texture of and the color and the energy. Um, you are a moving piece of art uh, that is truly admired in person and appreciated. And the impact that you have will span generations um, from people who have uh, who have able to benefit from being, being around you. Um, so I wanna say thank you for what you do and for being aware on how to do it for the longevity because um, uh, you're it's just a pleasure to see and um, and really proud of you for all you're doing. Thank you. That means so much. And yeah. on top of on top of all of those things, you are the very first guest on the Lions Den. <laughs> Come on, I'm that's so huge. Honored. I that's know that's huge. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Are you gonna really start a podcast called the Lions Den? I love it. I don't know. It was just a. I'm, I thought about it on the ride down here. But if I do, it, you have we have to be co-hosts. Yes, I know. The Lionheart and the Lioness. We will do it. That's so cool. All right, we'll put it in for 2021. Okay, we got a lot. We got a lot going on. We'll look at it in 2021. Maybe that's but maybe that is moving forward. The the uh, space in between becomes the lion's den. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, let's tie a wine tasting into it. And you can count me in. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, I know it's it's been it's such a joy to be able to check in. I mean, I'm so grateful that we were able to have that opportunity of the TEDx where that yeah. what brought us together was sharing um, our stories through the TEDx in Newburgh just a couple of years ago now, and I did I felt this instant connection, and I love that we can kind of just watch each other from afar, but know that we're so, we are so connected, we are on different paths, yet they're, they're like parallels to each other. And, and I love being able to come together and, and see how much you've evolved, you know, personally and professionally and creatively. And, um, and that you just kind of keep checking in on that eighth day. Thank you. And see mm-hmm. another day. Yeah. Yeah, we're in these like two cool sports cars on the same windy highway, you know, <laughs> and it's and uh, it's uh, it's it's an incredible ride. Yeah. Oh, well, cool. Well, thank you. I'll let us wrap up so you don't die. Thanks. Like, your phone doesn't die. You're not gonna die. You'll continue to live on. It would take a lot to stop me, darling. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, thank you. Have a great day. Uh, I hope you enjoyed just as much as I did spending time with David Lionheart. What a fun episode. It was, I definitely did a little bit of editing just now, taking away the the movement of the computer and the, the phone. But yes, we are too powerful for these devices, as he said. Uh, and I would love, love, love and be so very grateful if you yes, you, share a review on uh, Apple Podcasts if you're listening over there or if there are other devices or platforms that you're listening to that you can leave a review. I would love it. I would be so grateful. It really helps us get the word out, helps our little 
algorithms and and yeah, get the word out. That's really what my my mission here is is to get the word out to spread this this love and these tools to others. So help us get that word out. And if you have friends who'd be interested in it, share it with them. Just go ahead wherever you're listening to to click that link and share it in a text or however you want to do it, just do it. And we have a couple more things. Just a little reminder, we're over at Teachable now. So nomadalwaysathome.teachable.com. You can get my Movement 109, Who Are You Becoming? A self-paced online course of self-discovery. During the six-week worth of commit curriculum, you will learn somatic movement techniques that will parallel with the actions of getting unstuck in your life. From other various tools of self-discovery, meditations, journal work, expressive dance therapy, and more, you will find that as you dive deep into the waters of you, underneath the surface is a world waiting for you to claim and help you become the person this world needs you to be. Go ahead and sign up for this self-paced online course by visiting our Teachable website, nomadalwaysathome.teachable.com.